Let us stand for the reading from John's Gospel, chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher sent from God. For no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. That's the triune name into which we are baptized, and that, the, that name of God has always been associated with baptism. It comes from the end of Matthew's Gospel, where Jesus says as he's about to ascend to the Father, go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. I wonder sometimes um, if we should have warning labels on the font and maybe on the chalices for Holy Communion, you know, like the ones that you have on a, a hot drink cup these days, if you get takeout that says, Warning, the beverage you are about to enjoy is extremely hot. You know, it'd be a good warning to be associated with this festival of Trinity and the self-revelation of God that it it celebrates. While we enjoy God's presence and grace, it also burns us. It marks us. It leaves us changed, different from before. As in baptism, we're marked with the sign of the cross, 
a sign that can never be removed from us. We see that in today's first lesson, Isaiah's call to his prophetic vocation. He starts by telling us what year it was. It was the year that King Uzziah died, that he had this vision of God sitting on a throne, high and lofty. And there were these heavenly creatures, seraphs, with six wings each. They called to each other with the words that have traditionally been sung before communion in the church. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Their calling shook the walls and the doorways, and the whole room was filled with smoke like incense. Isaiah was afraid because seeing the Lord God in the Old Testament, if you saw God's face, it meant you were dead. And he knew that he was not worthy, that he was a person of unclean lips. And yet here he was, standing in God's presence and still alive. One of the seraphs flew to him with a burning coal that had been taken from the fire at the altar and touched his lips, purifying them by burning them. And then the Lord asked, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah answered, Here am I, send me. This experience of being marked changed, even burned by the presence and encounter with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is consistent for believers throughout the ages. Paul, the writer of today's second lesson, encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus. He wasn't burned, but he was temporarily blinded. And he was changed by this experience from being a persecutor of Christians into the chief disciple of Jesus Christ. Nicodemus, in today's gospel, comes to Jesus at night because he's afraid. He asks his questions after starting with a compliment, and Jesus doesn't answer the questions, at least not directly, but Nicodemus is changed by the encounter. He's one of the people who assists with Jesus' burial. Martin Luther first encountered God. He believed in a terrible thunderstorm, after which he promised to become a monk. He struggled with doubts and despair his whole life, but he was marked by the revelation that came to him while reading Romans, that we cannot save ourselves by pleasing or appeasing God because we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God but God saves us by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. We're living in a time when transcendence is under attack in the name of various political and social agendas. The doctrine of the Trinity is the church's defense against attempts to bring God down to our level, to remove the scandal of a God who is not like us, who is above us, yet who became as we are in Christ so that we might become as he is. The name of the God of the New Testament is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as we re read at the end of Matthew's Gospel. We can other use other words to describe God, but that's the name of the God that we worship. We therefore begin and end our worship with this name, there are things we may read in the Bible, particularly in the Old Testament, 
that portray that God in ways that make us uncomfortable. But we're not to be comfortable with God. If we are, there's something distorted in our view of God, that we're trying to make God like us, instead of trusting that it's not possible to know God completely. We only know God's self-revelation, and even then, God is hidden. To quote Martin Luther, we only see God's backside. We do not get to see God's face. God loves us. God reaches out to us in Christ. God sends the Spirit to us in baptism so we can serve. But we do not determine God's name or God's character. We do not rule over God. And this is a point that Martin Luther made repeatedly. Only through faith do we grasp the revelation of God, and even there, God remains hidden. In the human grammar of scripture or preaching, and in the material bread and wine of the Lord's Supper and the water of baptism, instead of coming only in extreme power, this God came in extreme weakness, humility, and suffering. God defies descriptions, definitions, and, me- and measures. Martin Luther wrote, Nothing is so small, but God is still smaller. Nothing so large that God is still not larger. It was Martin Luther who wrote what is to me the most moving version of Isaiah's vision and the seraph's hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy. It's a hymn that those of you who grew up in the Missouri Synod will find um, familiar because in those churches, this is a hymn that was sung any time there was communion as the Sanctus before communion. Luther set this holy, holy, holy in its larger context in what is hymn 868 in our evangelical Lutheran worship, and he provided music that captures the grandeur of the vision. Instead of just the seraph's hymn and words, he includes the description of what Isaiah saw and concludes with the words that all the house was filled with billowing smoke. Luther proclaimed this God who is unlike us, who is hidden yet loves us in Christ. And by the way, you'll get to hear the hymn when when the sermon ends this morning. Baptism marks us and makes us members of the household of God. Baptism begins that process of changing us into the people that God intends us to become, that God is making us. And God does that by revealing himself in water and the word. We are literally marked, symbolically burned by the hot coals when the sign of the cross is made on our forehead. This will change the way that we will see life. Now we are not alone when bad things happen, but joined to Christ in his suffering and death. He shares our suffering and promises us life on the other side of death. He calls us to be his disciples. Baptism marks the beginning of our life with God. It admits us to the Lord's table and the community of the baptized. Typically, the placement of the font in the worship space indicates its importance and role in the Christian life. It's usually by the door or it's in front of the altar like it is today. 
to point to its role as the entrance into the body of Christ, the church, and into the church's table fellowship. I began to be aware of these things, that God is with us because we are baptized into the community gathered around Jesus' death and resurrection when I was nine years old. Looking back, I would say that my lips were burned with hot coals when my older sister died that year. The world shifted, yet we were okay because we were enfolded by a community of faith larger than our family. Years later, when I first read this vision of Isaiah, it had a resonance with that experience of the hidden yet present God. And later still, when I first sang Luther's version of it, the mystery of God, the one whom we cannot control, yet who enfolds us in Christ and is present in the Spirit, came through. Perhaps we should have warning labels on the chalices for Holy Communion and on the font for baptism, that eating and drinking, being washed, listening to the word of God spoken and sung is going to burn us, it's going to change us, it's going to mark us. God is purifying us through those means, making us into the people that God calls us to become. Through baptism, we are people of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, those claimed, marked, changed by that name in baptism and called to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, the risen Son of God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.